3: The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. We are on Affiliate across Ghana's 16 regions. Spad FM in Daomongo. Saboba FM in Saboba and Menuveve FM in Naplauke okay, Kelly Radio in Ho. We are live on Twitter Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Dura Plus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. Also brought to you by Saw. your clean fuel and Full quantity petrol. Soul is always a delightful experience. Coming up this afternoon, ECOWAS military chief signal their readiness to proceed with military intervention in Niger as ECOWAS remains resolute to ensure democratic order is restored, no
4: matter what. I am very optimistic that between today and tomorrow, all of you will put your rich experiences together to be able to activate the ECOWAS standby force to enable you to respond adequately and swiftly. The demands placed on you by our
3: heads of state. We have accepted from an extraordinary meeting of ECOWAS security chiefs here in Accra, planning strategy for a possible military invasion in Niger.
2: This junta in Niger is playing cat and mouse with the community. They should know one thing. They have flouted their own constitution that forbids military incursions into politics.
3: Also, Germany, which leads the or heads the Sahel Alliance, is meanwhile pushing for demo- diplomatic resolution of the situation in Niger. And also, embattled former sanitation minister Cecilia Abnadapa has appeared in court, fighting off claims that the cash found in her house and her bank accounts are tainted properties. And fines for road traffic offences go digital as Ghana police rolls out an automated system to ensure safety on the road. We'll bring you details of that. There's more as drivers will no longer have to be stopped by the police on the highways because offences and penalties will be notified via SMS. Also, presidential aspirant Kennedy A.J. Pong makes a fresh push to become the flag bearer of the NPP with a promise to lead the party to victory in 2024. We have sports.
5: Sebastian Kohl re-elected for third and final term as World Athletics President.
3: And it's been a rainy morning across Ghana today, worsening the situation for residents of parts of the northeast region where floods have devastated more than 60 communities. I'll take you there live. That's and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA a Apao. Many thanks for choosing us. We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. We're digging now. And ECOWAS military chief say they are ready for a military action in Niger with the aim to restoring democratic order in that country. Ghana's Defence Minister Dominic Neteo spoke at a meeting of the chiefs this morning and said Ghana is ready to go to war in Niger should all efforts to negotiate with junta fail. It comes after ECOWAS reiterated its firm decision to ensure democratic order in Niger by any means possible, including military action. The security chiefs from 11 countries are currently meeting at Burma Camp here in Accra to draw up a deployment plan following last month's coup in Niger which toppled the government of Mohamed Bazoum. At the opening ceremony, Commissioner for Political Affairs, Peace and Security, Ambassador Abdel Fatao Musa relayed a series of events or efforts made to get the coup leaders reason with them.
2: The mission was on the way of the airport when we were informed, you know, that uh, they were not ready to receive us. But since... The decisions of the Equus Authority, they are pretending, you know, that oh now they are ready for talks. But even as they are telling it that they are ready for talks, they are still seeking reasons, reasons to uh, justify an unjustifiable coup d'état. They have charged the legitimate president of the country, Mohamed Bazoum, of high treason. Of high treason because of an op ed that he penned for the Washington Post, sending an SOS because of the situation in the country. So, as the junta goes along, they now find reasons, more reasons to justify why they stayed the coup. The irony of it, you know, is that somebody who is in the hostage situation himself. His wife, his child, 20-year-old, and members of his cabinet are being held hostage. And in that condition, he's being charged with treason.
3: Fatal Musa also stressed that ECOWAS is ready to deploy all means possible to institute constitutional order in Niger.
2: People are telling us, where are we going to get the resources? So, ECOWAS is being teleguided by the West it is being teleguided by France. It is being teleguided by anybody. But what they forget is that ECOWAS is a rules based organization. We have our protocols. We have our norms. And we are ready to protect them. That's why the heads of state are saying if uh, push comes to show, we are going into Niger with our own contingent-owned contingent equipment. We are going with our own resources and to make sure that we, we restore constitutional order. If other democracy-loving partners want to support us, they are welcome. But we are not going begging.
3: Meanwhile, Ghana's defense minister, Dominic Nitiwo says the country is committed to any decision taken by the regional body, including contributing troops.
4: The world would disagree. ECOWAS will disagree. The people of ECOWAS will disagree when you choose, or people under you choose, to take hostage the people that your constitution give power to. Otherwise, all of us, including you, will not be safe. Mr. Chairman, ladies and gentlemen, I am very optimistic that between today and tomorrow, all of you will put your rich experiences together to be able to activate the ECOWA standby force to enable you to respond adequately and swiftly to the demands placed on you by our heads of state. You did it in Liberia. You did it in Sierra Leone. You did it in the Gambia. You did it in the Guinea Bissau. Of course, to some extent, the world did it in Cote d'Ivoire. I believe that after Niger, and the world will see that West Africa is back to normal and our people will begin to enjoy the life that they deserve.
3: That's Ghana's Defense Minister Dominic Nitiwo, head of our Foreign Affairs and Diplomacy Desk, Blessed Suga, joins us live from that meeting. Blessed, so let's talk about day one of this meeting. At the end of it, uh, is it conclusive that military chiefs are going to activate that standby force that ECOWAS
6: needs? Well, MFA, we just uh, heard the committee. Political affairs of ECOWAS. Ambassador Fatal uh, must point out there uh, that all options are on the table. Uh, it appears that ECOWAS is ready uh, to deploy if the uh, order is given. And that's because attempts to reach out to the military um, regime did not uh, prove futile. So it's a reason for which the military chiefs are meeting now. Uh, the opening ceremony just ended, and we're expecting that uh, by the end of day tomorrow, we will know what the final option will be, but that will certainly include the deployment of a standby force which is now being activated uh, at the meeting here uh, underway at Bermakan.
3: Now, let's talk about who and who is in this particular meeting. We know military chiefs are there. We've heard uh, Dominic Nityo and also Abdel Fatal Musa. Who else is in that meeting?
6: Okay, so we have the Defence Committee. It's a committee that was formed by the ECOWAS uh, body, uh, Committee of uh, Chiefs of Defence Staff, and that is being chaired by the chief of Defence Staff for uh, the Federal Republic of Nigeria. So he's present here. We have all other West African Chiefs of Staff, uh, Defence Staff, joining the meeting, with the exception of Cape Verde. Now, Cape Verde has a unique situation because Cape Verde says that they do not believe in a military solution to uh, the challenges confronting the West sub subregion, And so, for that matter, they have opted out of the uh, activation of a standby force. Ordinarily, uh, the likes of Mali, Burkina Faso, who are also members, have opted out because of their uh, declaration of solidarity for the Republic of Niger. So, the reason for which we have those two countries absent, but Cape Verde is simply opting out, disagreeing with other West African leaders for a military solution in Asia.
3: Well, so that's uh, my colleague, uh, blessed Sogan, also head of a foreign affairs and diplomacy desk there, monitoring that um, ch- meeting by military chiefs. Is the two-day meeting, uh, day one, still underway. Uh, we'll get to hear what happens um, at the end of it for today. blessed will join us with details. My colleague, um, Kofi J will also join us uh, shortly uh, with um, the options available and the military strength that we are looking at so far. Uh, but meanwhile, German Development Minister uh, Sanjay Scholz is discussing uh, the situation in Africa's Sahel region during a four-day trip which includes stops in Mauritania and Nigeria. Last month, the minister took over the presidency of the Sahel Alliance, which coordinates international cooperation for the development of Mauritania, Mali, Burkina Faso, Niger, and Chad. DW's Thomas Sparrow from Berlin has more on well,
6: this. Well, the current situation in Niger is clearly dominating the agenda of German Development Minister Schulze's trip to Mauritania and Nigeria. Schulze planned this trip to discuss how the conflict can end diplomatically and through civilian means and that's actually why a key part of the trip is a meeting with representatives of ECOWAS in Nigeria. But the minister also wants to go beyond the immediate resolution and find ways of improving what she described as some of the root causes of the region's problems. Prospects for young people, employment, security, and poverty among others.
3: Well, uh, Kofi Ajay um, has been looking at um, the military strength and also uh, the financial impact of all this on us. Uh, let's go through it, Kofi. Well,
7: MFA, so we understand that the Bloc has planned to create a standby force of thousands of troops for years but has been held back by funding delays and insufficient troop commitment. Mm. And we also know that ECOWAS has told the UN Secretary Council that last Monday, they were taking you know, two options. First is to set up a brigade of 5,000 troops at an annual cost of $2.3 billion. And the second option is to uh, the deployment of troops on demand at an annual cost of um, you know $360 million. It looks as if ECOWAS is going for the second option, which is um, demand Uh, on standby, which is $360 million. And we know the cost already per annum is going to cost, cost us $360 million. Per month is around 30 million US dollars per week is 7.5 million dollars and per day is 1.1 million dollars so we ask the question do they really have the financial muscle to do this
3: well that's what uh, remains to be seen and we'll be hearing from security experts on this all day we are all over this uh, particular issue for you but let me take you to the court now Well, this afternoon former Minister for Sanitation and Water Resources Cecilia Dapa, is fighting off claims that the property found in a house and the money also found in her bank accounts are tainted properties. She says the office of the special prosecutor is in flagrant breach of its own enabling law and that the OSP is merely seeking to perpetrate an arbitrary exercise based on nothing more than suspicion fueled by a misrepresentation and media frenzy. The OSP is in court seeking to confirm the freezing of Madame Cecilia Dapa's account and also seizure of properties found in her house which the OSB suspects to be tainted properties. Richard Kujonyako of Ali your desk is in court monitoring proceedings for us. He joins us live. So, Richard, based on what um, Madame Siledapa is saying in terms of the argument, what exactly has come
8: up? Well, so MFA, the court was a virtual one, and Madame Siledapa herself was not in court, but her lawyer, Ms. Victoria, opposed the application of the OSD, seeking to freeze the bank accounts of the minister and uh, the former minister, and also confirming the seizure of the properties found in her house. She made the argument that the OSP did not come within the pre seven-day period upon which they can trigger the processes they are embarked on currently to confirm the seizure and freezing of the account. She says that if the court goes ahead to grant the application, an illegality will be occasioned. She's to make the argument that the mere fact that sums of money Found in the matrimonial home of the former minister is not enough ground to suspect or imply that those sums of money are tainted property. And also, there is no basis to suspect that the monies in her account are tainted property, especially when banks are routinely required on a daily basis to report suspicious transactions. So this, she contends that the assertion that the OSP needs to freeze the account to facilitate investigations is unjustified. She ended by saying that the OSP is breaking its own law and is acting in an arbitrary manner. And so, that is what Madam the past lawyer has been saying.
3: Now, let's talk about what the OSP then has been saying about this.
8: So, the OSP was represented by Dr. Isido and he says that per the acts, um, nothing illegal has been done, and they are praying the court to confirm the seizure of the account. The OSP indicated that the fact reveals that the ownership of those. Um, money or amount of money uh, in this uh, in this street, even though uh, they are in the possession of the former minister, they indicated that Madam Cecilia
1: owns several houses and they mentioned some of the location Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March thirty first to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count.
9: Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
8: At a Belimpe, now, Richard, I'm curious. Did the
3: OSP disclose the amount of money that was found in her account?
8: No, MFA, the OSP uh, did not disclose the amount found in uh, the account of um, the former minister. They did not even mention the names of the bank they, con- they contacted. And so no amount of money. But they uh, mentioned the amount of money found in her house. They indicated that on the 24th of July, 2023, the Office of the Special Prosecutor upon a search conducted at Residence of Madame Cecilia Dapad discovered huge sums of money. In their house um, amounting to $590,000 and 2.7 million uh, Ghana cities. And so these were the disclosures made by uh, the court. Well, we saw the court processes followed
3: by the OSP to freeze Madame Cecilia Dapa's account. Did the OSP give any further details
8: relating to these accounts? No, so uh, nothing. Nothing was said about the account. In fact, no mention of the name of the account or the amount to the credit of the former minister. And so nothing has been done. And I can tell you that seconds ago, the court adjourned to 31st of August for uh, its ruling on the, the application filed by the Office of the Special Prosecutor.
3: Thank you very much. That's Richard Kujunyako of our legal desk there. Now the minority in parliament are making fresh allegations about the construction of a new Bank of Ghana head office valued at a staggering 250 million US dollars. The construction has become a focal point of the minority's fight against a central bank governor and his deputies who they have all demanded must resign. In a lengthy Facebook post this morning, NDC MP for Noftong, Samolokujetwa Blakwa, alleged numerous procurement breaches in the award of the contract and over bloating of this particular contract. My colleague, or the editor um, Fred Smith joins me in studio uh, with more on this uh, particular development story. First, what does the MP say about the so-called restricted tendering used by the central bank to select the contractor for the construction works?
10: Well, it says the BOG's unacceptable use of the restricted tendering method amounts to a blatant violation of the Public Procurement Act of 2003 as amended in Act 914-1638 of Act 6 16- and it provides a limited scope for the use of restricted tendering in circumstances where goods, services, or works are available only from a limited number of suppliers or contractors. From the intercepted documents, the BOG handpicked the following companies, and I mentioned them, Mrs. Mm-hmm. WBHO, Ghana Limited, Mrs. Man Enterprise, Mrs. Di Simioni. Limited and Messrs Renaissance Holdings and Messrs Gold Key Properties. It is not clear what criteria the BOG used in selecting its preferred five companies when Ghana's built environment can boast of many established and celebrated construction firms such as Consa, Baroque, uh, Maripoma, Maums. Uh, M, Babasoti, uh, First Sky, Antarctic and many others as he mentions.
3: Well, Mr Blackwat speaks of an alleged price escalation claiming that the contracts may have been overbloated.
10: Yes, uh, he says he intercepted another letter dated 4th September 2020 also signed by the PPA acting chief executive Mr Frank Mante which shockingly reveals that just within eight months the cost of the BOG head office project astronomically increased from 81 million eight hundred and twenty two thousand two uh, one hundred and twenty one million US dollars experts say this staggering US dollar uh, a 40 million US dollar increase in the project cost between January and September 2020 in a dollar denominated contract is absolutely mind-boggling and a, a 40% hike merely after tender evaluation in dollar pricing not cities raises many critical questions for the bog
3: thankfully uh, we've been joined on the phone by the north Tong mp samuel kujetua Blackwa. thank you so much uh, for your time um, let's first find out whether the documents you have are conclusive enough to make these allegations
9: absolutely conclusive these are uh Unimpeachable, incontrovertible, and undeniable documents. I've run my checks, and you do know that uh, we take our background checks and uh, validation processes uh, seriously. Uh, and I can confirm to you uh, that this Bank of Ghana project will soon be the subject of a major parliamentary inquiry. It is absolutely incredible what we are discovering the blatant abuse of the procurement law the insider dealing the corruption the inflationary pricing is just out of this world how do you start a project at 81.8 million dollars in january and it skyrockets by september to 121 million dollars you add 40 million dollars in the name of variation, I mean, for a dollar-denominated project, it, 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 it doesn't happen anywhere. And the use of restricted tender, when you should have opened this up, you know, because you, I mean, this is construction. There's so many companies in that category mm-hmm. of construction firms. If this process had been opened up, Ghana will have had value for money. It will have driven down the a competitive process will have driven down the price, but you see hand-picking going on. And what is shocking is that even the shortlisted companies, one of them, not registered in Ghana, we have done thorough checks with the, uh, the, the Office of the Register of Companies, and you would not see in any of the databases Ronizan's holdings. And it is just incredible how a company not registered in Ghana participates in a restricted tender.
3: Mr. Blanco, I heard you hint about a parliamentary inquiry. Let me find out if the necessary steps have been triggered already for this to happen.
9: Yes, the discussions have been held. Uh, because we are on break uh, as soon as we return, uh, this, 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 this uh, action will be enforced by our side of, of, of the House. Remember that whilst we are on break, we have also announced the minority leader addressed the press a couple of weeks back and gave the Bank of Ghana governor 21 days to resign or be forced out. Mm -hmm. So this gives us further justification, further impetus. We are going to use this as one of the strong bases by which... Uh, the Bank of Ghana has absolute, The Bank of Ghana governor has absolutely no justification to remain in office.
3: Well, Mr. Kujetu we'll leave it here for now. Thank you so much. The production team has also reached out to the Bank of Ghana for a response to this latest development. We'll take a quick break here on the midday news. you're on Joy, ninety nine point seven FM in Accra, in Kumasi on Love, ninety nine point five FM. Proudly brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus Goes Water Flows also brought to you by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol always a delightful experience. We've been to Burma Camp where ECOWAS military chiefs are meeting and signaling their readiness to proceed with military intervention in Niger as ECOWAS remains resolute to ensure democratic order is restored in that country no matter what. Return from the break with sports and fines for road traffic offenses go digital as Ghana police rolls out an automated system to ensure safety on the road.
4: Appropriate automated fines with a view to increasing deterrence and compliance within the road networks as a way of enforcement of our laws and regulations.
9: full quantity.
3: Thanks for staying with us. Danny Cranting has sports.
5: Hi Mafa Let's go straight into the story since St. Sebastian Coe has been re-elected as the World Athletics President for the third and final term at the council's election held earlier today the former Olympic uh, 1500 meter gold medalist who was first elected in 2015 stood unopposed the 66 year old polled 192 of 195 votes with three abstaining meanwhile team Ghana have arrived in Budapest ahead of the World Athletics Championship which begins on Saturday the president of Ghana Athletics Bar Husseini says the team's primary target is to qualify for the finals of the 4 by 100 relays which will open the path to qualification to next year's
4: Olympic Games in Paris have two set of goals we are praying to go to finals first, so that we will book our ticket for Barbados next year. Well okay. released, okay. then we'll also prepare it to the Olympic Games. Okay. When we, f- when we, ha- when we get the ticket to Barbados, then we we'll now plan to wear the medal performance. Because our ultimate goal is to be in Paris 2024. So first, we need to go to the finals. After the finals, then we we'll plan for the medal. But if we don't go to the finals, it will be difficult for us to qualify for the Barbados. If you don't go to Bebedo, so it will be difficult for you to go to uh, to go to the Paris Olympic Games.
5: Well, the president of Ghana Athletics, Bar Fusini, speaking there. That's all for sports. Back to you, MFA.
3: Thank you very much, Danny Cranting. Have a good rest of the day. Now, in a determined move to enhance safety and ensure adherence to road traffic regulations, the Ghana Police Service is deploying an automated system on the roads. Known as Traffic Tech GH, the system uses cameras and sensors um, to capture images and videos of vehicles that disregard road traffic laws. This initiative was reviewed at a high-profile stakeholder in Engagement focus on the nation's road safety. Samuel Mbura of our road safety desk is participating in this engagement and joins us live uh, with details. Samuel, first, tell us how the
8: system will work. MFA, the traffic tech GH will deploy fixed, uh, mobile, in-vehicle, and radar gun devices to capture, among others, speeding and jumping red lights. Pictures or videos recorded of the offence are automatically transmitted to a back office for validation and issuance of a notification by SMS to the vehicle owner for payment. So the Ghana Police Service is doing this in conjunction with the driver and vehicle licensing authority. So they have your data. If you skip traffic or you oversee, after capturing your data, they will revert to DVLA and DVLA will go uh, go through your documents and send you your offense via SMS. And you have 14 days period to do that. If you don't pay, there's a penalty of 1% that will be attacked each, each day. Appropriate
4: automated fines with a view to increasing deterrence and compliance within the road networks as a way of enforcement of our laws and regulations. Traffic Ghana, is important to maintain social order within the communities with a view to, one, protecting high sense of public trust in the police, facilitating law abiding behaviours three fostering compliance and cooperation at the same time and increasing the rate of detecting road traffic offences
3: Let's do Tech Thursday now, and spraying machines are crucial for effective farming. However, it is labor-intensive, particularly for the elderly. Though there are electric-powered spraying versions on the market, they are imported, heavy, and expensive. Good news is the students of the Sunyain Technical University have come with a triple-power spraying machine, which is locally made affordable and easy to use. As always, joining us, Chrissy Debra, speaks with the developers for Tech Thursday.
4: The Container which is made from plastic weighs almost three times less than the imported ones again is powered by solar rechargeable battery an ordinary battery Characteristics the imported ones can only dream of
3: we can connect with the solar panel here it will work if you don't want to use the solar panel to use the rechargeable batteries that want to it will work and as well as the dry soap
7: if you want- Though the, there is water inside, but I can still lift it. It's not heavy. And the belts are also tough. It's not like the one in the market with the tiny belt, whereby if you back it, it will be causing pain to your shoulders. This one is having the same capacity as the already existing one in the market. But the difference is this one is lighter as compared to the one in the market. In a sense, that this one is made up of plastic. And the weight is 1.5 kilos. And the other one, the already existing one in the market, is 4 kilograms. This one is using lithium-ion battery. That makes it very less in weight. And the one in the market is using lead-acid
2: battery, which makes it very heavier. Reporting for Joy News, Kwesi Deborah.
3: And just before we head out as the clock ticks fast for the NPP Special Delegates Congress the Member of Parliament for Asin Central Kennedy Japan is making a case for the party to choose him as your flag bearer Samuel your Brace puts the spotlight on him
4: I promise this party that
3: I'm going to do a diligent job and make sure we win 2024
7: election That was Kennedy Japon, assuring the NPP that he will win the election 2024 if elected a flag bearer of the party according to political watchers, kennedy japon's popularity among many Ghanaians stems from his frankness on various national issues ken a japon says his campaign message focuses on
1: addressing critical issues facing the nation particularly the challenge don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket